la 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 I am Paul McCartney <laughs> Rita 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 Hope for the future <laughs> What's the Beatles song I can put James's name into um, for the end of the episode of the future <laughs> Fuck you Lovely James Rita James <laughs> Uh, good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gents, and welcome to Corncast number 20. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by... Hmm. hmm. The Human Torch. The Human Torch. You're gonna... Who is that? He's just You're here with us. Sign it someone. Jamie. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Okay. Hello. <laughs> it's me, the Human Torch. We got the Halo follower himself, Ruben. I've been following Halo my whole life. <laughs> And last but not least, the dad from Inside Out, James. Uh, good afternoon. Before we get too deep into the episode, let me shout out the patrons. And uh, if you want your name read out in the patron segment in the middle, head over to our Patreon and check it out. It's been a crazy week, guys. This The jar dock is absolutely stuffed. Um, it, it is stuffed full like a Christmas turkey, you know? It's absolutely exploding at the seams. Did you, did you put semen in a baster and then just... <laughs> What like was that, that even movie? from? <laughs> like uh, the movie about the guy from Avatar, the uh, the army guy. What's that movie actually uh, called? Yeah, is it Don't Breathe? Is that him? Don't, yeah, breathe, don't breathe, yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. Pretty fun movie. Let's do some housekeeping then before we get into the, the topics of the day, the topics of the week. Last episode, the the background footage was like Dark Souls gameplay. And I knew I knew this was going to happen. It was inevitable. <laughs> it's fucking Dark Souls, of course. It's going to annoy <laughs> gamers, right? So a lot of the comments were just like criticizing your gameplay, Jim, while you were okay. playing it, like your uh, your loadouts specifically in the way you're playing. Um, and I, I I wanted to give you a chance to defend yourself, you know. Um, yeah, let me hear it. One. Uh, Kaz has a pretty biting one. Jim complains about Dark Souls two endlessly, but he plays Dark Souls one in the most <laughs> milk toast way possible. Lol. And the, uh, let me read the other one before you come back at them, Jim. Uh, bon Seas says, absolutely disgusted by the new Bish Dark Souls one gameplay. I mean, come on, hard leather armor, straight sword, R one spamming, pinwheel mask, grass crest shield, and worst of all, shield hugging. Can you get any more noob meta gamer? If you're going to play the worst Souls game, at least play it good, unsub stars. <laughs> okay, no. First of all, this is like my 30th playthrough where I'm just doing like a, a dummy build. It's just, just like playing through the game for the, the fun of it. I'm not looking to do some... Like... You were recording a podcast at the same time. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, have to that. you. Well, I wasn't trying to. I was just playing the game and talking about Star Wars. Like, <laughs> I, I hate that shit specifically with Dark Souls, because I remember when many moons ago Ruben and I were playing Dark Souls 2 on the channel, and people were saying the same kind of shit. But you know what? Dark Souls 1 doesn't even have uh, omnidirectional rolling, man. Like, yeah, that's what, it that's feels... Exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, it feels like trash to to sort of like play like you would in, say, Dark Souls 3, sort of risking it a bit, you know? I, I, I was yeah. just trying to chill and do it, do a bit of a different build, relying on old strategies. I mean, in our defense, our Dark Souls three playthroughs did get pretty abstract towards the end. Just like, yeah, why are we doing e this? Don't even our latest Dark Souls one um, playing of, like we mix shit up. Yeah, I, I didn't really just have a because I was playing time. the game like that in that episode doesn't mean I play it like that every no, time. You have to be sure that you know you appease the Dark Souls thought police because they're always there. <laughs> yeah. 
and Go also and play that game a different way to how they you know say you can how is how i play dark souls one anything to do with the quality of dark souls 2 as well <laughs> yeah true <laughs> i'm picturing a line graph or whatever and the two lines just don't ever meet <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly last episode uh I'm, I was recording on a newish kind of setup, and I made the mistake of turning my head to look at the monitor, so most sentences kind of ended like this. So you couldn't really hear a lot of the shit I was saying, so a fair few of the comments were about that, and hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, it's alright, you didn't miss anything insightful. Shame on you! Oh yeah, no, Shame! Insightful was missed, I was just talking about the Clone Wars from memory, so... <laughs> Uh, James, let's let's end this section for, on one uh, for you. Wee wee. Uh, by Windows XP Autumn Wallpaper is a superior choice. That's quite a good name. <laughs> Recently, one of my favorite ASMR artists, P. Pomo, made an eye exam ASMR, and I had to check it out because of James. Good shit. James knows what's up. I do. I've got the knowledge. I've got just, the wisdom. I just still think it's all very weird and horrible. That's because you haven't seen the light. <laughs> I don't. I will never. You will one day. Speaking of gamers being horrible, there was something I read that it kind of annoyed me and upset me. Um, it was a horrible thing that gamers have done uh, regarding, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, Cyberpunk obviously came out in the last week. Mm -hmm. And uh, some games journalist uh, wrote an article about the uh, epilepsy kind of... She, the game basically caused yeah. her to have a, an epileptic fit. And the response from... The minority of gamers was just really horrible, like sending videos like designed to trigger the uh, a, a fit, like oh sending it to God. her and stuff like this. So, mm. it just it's so lame because games are like so much fun and they're so like innocent, like on paper, really. A lot of the time, I don't know why it always has to go to that that kind of level. And it's not yes. it's not even a critique of the game. It's just saying, look, I have epilepsy. Maybe they need to do something about this. <laughs> you know. Uh, and for the record, they've already patched it out. The mm -hmm. The epilepsy stuff but like i don't know why people feel the need to like they're excited for a game so they tie this this title made by a rich company to their soul they tie it to everything they are and if you say anything bad about it then you're you're scum that deserves to have a seizure yeah i just don't and I, yeah obviously it is it's not the majority of people most people are just silent observers but yeah that group of crazies that just get that just goes in is very upsetting. But we've been playing the game, or well, th three of the four of us have. I've I've only just done the very very sort of intro section, so I can't really comment in any depth and obviously no spoilers, anything like that. But what are your guys' initial thoughts of Cyberpunk? Pretty cool. Yeah. Obviously, the big news <laughs> is that it's like fucked. Uh, yeah, especially on the old gen consoles. Which I was anyone. <laughs> But that uh, that seems so predictable to me that that was going to be yeah. what happened. That doesn't make I it almost, acceptable. But I almost yeah. have no sympathy for them because I'm like, what? Uh, it's a seven year old console. I don't know what. Well, I mean, maybe I, it shouldn't have been released on the on the old consoles. But you know, unfortunately, Cyberpunk has to be that that next gen title that everyone's angry about because it doesn't look how it does on the other one. And they, yeah, they they wouldn't want to abandon it because of that install base. There's so mm -hmm. many PlayStations out there, like. It would be stupid to not, but if it's as broken as it looks like it is in ways, it's not really on, is it? Yeah, I've seen gameplay and stuff, and the, the main issue to me is that, like, this game was advertised as an Xbox One PS4 game. Yeah, actually, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. 
it it was obviously announced and stuff way before the new consoles were, um, and th that was its like primary install base. So for it to to be as bad, and I, I've watched like a, I've skipped through an, an eleven minute gameplay thingy from Xbox One, and dude, it looks so bad. I think I've been made cynical as I've become more just like a part of playing on a PC and I'm just like I don't know what the fuck do you expect I'm just like that about it but then yeah no it was advertised as a PS4 Xbox One game it was first advertised seven years ago I expecting it to like be on par with like the best PCs out there or anything just to, just run. to run so they can play it yeah <laughs> and it, even yeah. on PC though it like it runs but it's like it's a bit of a, it's still fucked like it's still fucked um, I was hearing constantly. that um I, I, I don't remember because I didn't play The Witcher 3 on release, but apparently that game was pretty fucked when it first came I, out. Um, I don't know, I didn't play it loads when it first came out. I played it a bit and I remember thinking, this game looks really good. And I mean, yeah, it probably it, would have been in like 45 frames per second or something, or a variable 30 to 45. But I, I got it around the same time as you, and I want to say it was a week or so after the release. Yeah, well, no, I, The Witcher, that is. Because James got it. <laughs> No, yeah, I was attached to his account at the time, and I was. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know so I bought it. Was it buggy mm -hmm. or anything? Because I never played The Witcher Three when it first came um, out, so I don't remember. When it first came out on Xbox, there was bugs. Like the horse was especially broken around that time. So, yeah. like the bugs I'm seeing just seem to be the type of uh, project where just bugs at launch. Eurojank. <laughs> It's yeah. it's cyberpunk is way worse than yeah, is. the Witcher release. Right. Like nothing game breaking, but especially when I was playing on the the monitor, I was playing on a extra wide screen monitor, and it I if, if I I was ready to say this game is like totally fucked. Like I was considering getting a refund. It was that bad. Mm -hmm. Was that just because it didn't have ultra wide support or something? Or? No, it does. But the game oh. was was running like absolute trash, and and for some reason using that monitor made the bugs go like just batshit wow yeah you know, like it, patched that yet because surely playing i, I don't know cool. um well now, yeah one of the patch notes that i read was regarding uh that, that i don't know actually uh, i can't seem to find it i thought there was something in here about yeah you know, i read through specific. the patch notes yeah. i didn't see anything about ultra wide but it, it, it was straight i just assume now that i'm using a different monitor that it was simply my pc couldn't handle the uh, the resolution of that monitor because now I'm playing on a 1080p monitor for the most part it's fine yeah I'm sure this is going to be a case of I, I'm, I might like just wait a month because the game mm -hmm. will be way more <coughs> smooth by then I don't know I'll see if I can resist but that's, I feel like I've got to mentally prepare myself for games like this sometimes that's that's my thinking though because I could I, ha I can right now play it on Xbox One but by seeing it, I'm not going to. Yeah, it would make my experience worse by playing it on that console now. Like, I, I'm not fussed about seeing stuff. I'm not watching gameplay. I'm not watching spoilers. I'm not seeing any of it. So when I play it in possibly like nine months' time, I'm going to have a great experience because the bugs, there'll be less bugs. And yeah, it's just going to be a whole... Shit, yeah. yeah, it's just like there's no point. If you're in the position now when you can play it, there's no point playing it until you get the next gen events generation of console well just and also just time if, if you're waiting for the next like generation thing what if you're getting an xbox or a playstation 5 
by the time you get one, let's say you're a Christmas person, they'll probably there's probably going to be two more hot fixes out by then. Yeah, yeah. At least two. Yeah. Uh, anything about the game itself that you want to comment on, or um, I like the story the so far. I like the story and the characters and Keanu's funny. <laughs> He's really funny, actually. Yeah, I haven't. I've played so little. I haven't even got to Keanu yet. But apparently, that <laughs> just, just got some good. great lines. He was like having an exchange on mine where he's they're talking about some girl and he rates her and he just says six out of ten. It's <laughs> so How's his performance, by the way? It's probably his best performance I've ever like really? seen anything. Yeah. So weird at speaking anyway. It's just so it's like, yeah, well, you know, this is how Keanu Reeves speaks. <laughs> and he like is he's, he's being like... funny. He's like a rock star, isn't he? Like in universe. He he's a rock star terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. A and it, yeah, and it, it. I don't know because you you think of Keanu Reeves, you don't think of this like he he's pretty disgusting in the game. Yeah. Oh really? And yeah, he's like a gross, horrible man. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He he just plays it perfectly. That's what opinion. I like about Keanu. Where I what I don't like about someone like The Rock, you know, where it's like literally in his contracts, where I can't play baddies, I, always, I need to keep my image clean. Yeah, at least an actor's job is to like play characters, so. Yeah, I mean, Arnold had that whole thing, you know, he didn't want to be the Terminator, and then he was the Terminator, and it's his most iconic role to date. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure... Story-wise and everything, so far, it's on par, if not better than... The Witcher 3. Yeah, so far I'm more intrigued than I was with The Witcher, but yeah. I think yeah. possibly a prior oh, really? knowledge thing, not not having to have much prior knowledge, and also I, I just enjoy cyberpunks. Obviously not just the game, but the whole cyberpunk genre. But the, the pacing as well, like, it's it's just so much snappier. Mm-hmm. It, the Witcher came out back when like Angry Joe-style video games were sort of praised as yeah. the peak, where everything just had to be 600 hours yeah um but so i like the whole i just like cyberpunk as a genre it's it's criticisms of capitalism and the world and technology and and not even necessarily it's criticisms just more look you you can just see funny parallels between cyberpunk which is obviously really extreme and everything is really hyper sexualized and hyper violent and then you know you see little similarities between that and today i can't think of any now but when i'm playing i I like nod like oh yeah yeah there's like truths in it you know the way people modify their bodies and stuff less transhumanism yeah exactly yeah yeah i'm sure we'll uh keep up on that one as the weeks go by it's so bloody long i mean it's gonna take a while yeah i've barely done anything in it and i've been playing it for like i played quite a few hours what's what's your logged hours on well, on GOG, it says 19 hours and 14 minutes, which is I've probably about right, because it came out on Thursday, and I've been... Yeah, that's probably about right. I've been busy, so... Apparently, I've hit 24 hours already. On the, that's what it says on Steam. I don't know how much of that is just, like, paused. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of left mine paused shit. a bit, too. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't done a huge amount of the main story yet. I've Yeah, I think I've gotten to the point where the game opens up, quote-unquote. You know, I could say, I could comfortably say that, but... Yeah, yeah, it's just, I, it's, it's actually quite overwhelming. You're like, oh, do I, there's a lot of stuff that I could do right now. What the fuck should I do? Because I watch like nothing about the game, I'm still not sure what the scope of it truly is. So it's, it's pretty I, big, pretty dense. Yeah, but, but like in people's minds, it was really blown out of proportion, I think. Like it, the, the, the blood from The Witcher is like strong in Cyberpunk, you know, the, 
they're clearly relatives and i think a lot of the design is borrowed yeah from oh, the really? witcher so in in terms of design it's super similar like you got your your main quests you got your side quests and then there's like gigs which are the, yeah the, the side side quests <clears throat> and then there's just like the equivalent to the question marks around the map mm -hmm. all right okay. and also um just your the inventory screen the leveling a lot of the ui is really you know which is like totally it's to be expected you know project red you know they're not going to change their ui really because they're like well yeah this is how we do it <laughs> like it works I was curious yeah. about, you know, at the very beginning when you're making your character, you've got like three choices for your backstory. Yeah. Does that like drastically change the beginning of the game or is it more of like a back end thing? Um, I'm not sure. I was thinking about this because it's a, it would a bit, but I don't know if it means that you meet. I'm not sure what parts of it stay the same across all three of them, right. basically. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of games, uh, it was the Game Awards the other day where they announced <laughs> something I'm pretty hyped for uh, Arc 2. Featuring Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah, you got to see that. <laughs> I saw it, but I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, yeah, like, Ark Survival Evolves like a survival game, right? So what yeah. the fuck even is this? And why is Vin Diesel involved? It makes it so confusing. <laughs> but Wait, before hey, we get too into this, did any of us watch the game or what? No. No. Yeah. It, 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 it seems kind of embarrassing. The, so can I just... Can I just Sorry, confirm? Ark Survival Evolved is getting a sequel. <laughs> Vin Diesel is in the sequel. Yes, like mocap and everything. No, but is How? it just me or that mocap play like, animation they showed? Like, looks really bad. I didn't see it. Should I? Should I look at it right now? Have a look. Yeah, I guess. I mean, when I think of Jank, I kind of think of Ark. We tried to do a Corncast no, in no, Ark, remember? No, no, we, yeah, yeah. we tried to actually... Before we actually tried to do the episode, I actually played that game for about seven-odd hours, trying to make a set. I was making a set <laughs> in this fucking game. It is the worst game I've ever played. <laughs> like, the UI, the gameplay, everything about it is just Jank. It's fucking terrible. How this game actually got popular is beyond me. Why it's getting a sequel with Vin Diesel, that's just fucking blows my it's mind. It's hugely popular. I think it's getting like a TV series as well. So we must yeah. be missing something about it. What? What though? You it's like you can't even get into the game. You can't even like join the lobby of your friends. That's how fucked it is. Yeah, it's getting. I've got to admit, like, that there is a bit of a gap in the market for the like dino killing sort of, you know, Turok kind of games. So there hasn't been something like that, unless I'm missing something huge. You know, that's that's the kind of thing I see someone like riding a dinosaur on the cover of a game. I'm, I've got to admit, I'm kind of interested. <laughs> then when you load up Ark Survival Evolved, it's not really what I'm after. Um, in other news though, and this was really weird, I thought Mass Effect. The, the yeah, Game Wars I, ended on a Mass Effect trailer, not saying like a a new game or like a title or anything. It was just they're like, working. Yeah, Mass Effect will continue is what it ended on saying, which is a bit like no shit. I am. Um, I hadn't actually uh, hadn't watched it. I'm watching it now. <laughs> I I'm kind of annoyed by it honestly because I feel like they've 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 missed their chance to do this. You know? Yeah. It's like, you can't just they ignore Andromeda. Just, um, now you're on the other end of it. Like, people are already upset after Mass Effect 3. Yeah. You know? And then Andromeda on top of it. And now this. And Casey Hudson should, um, just left Bioware again. 
they should have just not uh not released um andromeda and they should have just done this trailer like two years ago and released the game like next year yeah. just like let mass effect be dead for eight years it's yeah. fine under that instance i could imagine it being more exciting but i was just like what so mm -hmm. you're just going back now they like show the n7 logo again what are they doing they're, they're trying to do a like they're just trying to yeah they're trying to act like it didn't happen it's like halo infinite just being like look it's 117 guys and so now you already fucked it twice shut the fuck up we don't trust yeah. you and honestly what chance does it have now in this landscape they 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 kind of let it to the to the wayside for too long with mass effect like if if a game like mass effect 3 came out today it would not be as impressive you know no it wouldn't they'd have to really do something to <sighs> modernize it a bit more yeah, so, so is I this a sequel that this isn't them like liara is literally in the trailer so that's liara, that is actually liara like it looks exactly like her, right? I wasn't like, sure if it was just like another like Asari. Model looks so similar. Uh, because I, at first I thought that is the but then I was like, nah, it's probably just a fucking Asari or something. And yeah, I don't know. It's just I, like I can't get that excited. It's not an exciting reveal, and they already said this on N Seven Day anyway. They said that yeah. they're doing it. They're working on a new Mass Effect. I, I just don't care because it's. I just don't care. You know, maybe I'll care in, in a couple of years if they show off something. I'm like, okay, that looks like Mass Effect 3, 2. Like the, the continuation of 2 and 3, not awful Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. That, that trailer irritated me, though, because it's like, no, you can't just have Liara look at like a like a sun on a frozen planet and smile and have a little ding and make mm -hmm. everything okay. You can't just do that. Yeah. It's not okay. Fuck you still. It seems Fuck really you. like desperate. Mm -hmm. What about you, James? Any thoughts on Mass Effect? Is it just dead now? It's it no, it's it's dead. I think the landscape changed a lot post Witcher and Mass Effect just doesn't belong anymore. Andromeda was an attempt to like grasp that what made Mass Effect special, but that they fucked up. Was it? So it felt more like an attempt to grasp what Ubisoft have been doing for it a seemed, few years. It seemed like they wanted to go back to the ideas of Mass Effect One, where it's all about like planets and the big open maps and stuff. But mm. the execution was so fucking bad. And also, Mass Effect One is the worst one in the trilogy. Well, they, the 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 right thing to do with the Mass Effect franchise is remaster two and three, remake one. So then one is an actual is is like this insane the same quality gameplay wise as two and three. So then you could just have a, a decent trilogy. Yeah, but yeah, they should they just give it, that. giving it the mafia treatment. But yeah. they won't. They'll just yeah, well, release it with better textures or some shit like they were saying they're going to. No, more so. I I reckon like the the Resident Evil tech. Mm -hmm. I don't know why more companies yeah. don't try that because that way, like, you don't have to make a new IP and you can just rely on the good stuff from the previous game. But you can like just modernize your game. Yeah, but they're like, doing it really well though because they're yeah they're kind of into splicing the old games with new stuff too. Like you did have <laughs> Resident Evil Seven. You're getting Village that's coming out. Yeah, like, yeah. So. Yeah, they're, they're actually doing it very well. They're really intelligent. In fact, they they were probably what no one else had really tried to do that the way they had until well, no one had done it successfully. Like re-releasing games and remaking games to a certain degree, but never like RE2 that. It was like a yeah, a huge like not even just a reskin. They just remake <coughs> the game from the it's, there, no, but it's the best way to appreciate the original game because you've still got the yeah. original game. You've still got all the things that made that special, but you've got. A new rendition which gets new people in and they it's like a it's just an appreciation for the original one and i never gave a yeah. shit about resident evil that's yeah, just same. like yeah that looks cool 
I didn't finish it, and I, but I still respect it a lot. Yeah, I'd never finished a Resident Evil before, and two, like, really got me. Because still ever um, since Dead Space died, um, I've really wanted... And obviously, there's a lot of Resident Evil DNA in Dead Space. So, yeah, it all um, made sense and came full circle. I played some of Seven. In fact, I nearly finished Seven with Jim, but then I didn't, and then Jim finished it. Um, but Seven is really good. Two, seven, two really is the best horror game I've ever played, though. And like, actually, no um, hyperbole. The, the biggest announcement from the Game Awards that got me excited was this game, The Callisto Protocol, which is being directed by the guy who directed Dead Space 1, so okay, there's a good chance it could be like a spiritual succession, just, successor um, thing. In, in the I'm just going to quickly look at what was announced, because I didn't... Uh, there wasn't that much, well. and The Last of Us 2 like won every award, um, much to the chagrin of a lot of people, but... It is boring. It's incredibly when boring. The Last of Us gets everything. Yeah, but like I was looking at the list of like the competition, that like it wasn't really the best year for these kind of games that they talk about. Okay, so there wasn't a great deal really announced at the Game Awards. Just yeah, cinematic trailers for uh, that game. Everyone's obsessed with at the moment. Among, among us. us. Yeah, yeah. and um, it, at the same time of the Game Awards happening, Disney Disney did this huge drop of like. The next yeah, that was really fucking lame. Years of of content, I guess. Um, it was like a thousand years, Rick and Morty, just sort of like that joke, <laughs> but like yeah. for real. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know how to feel about it. It's it's a bit much, I think. This approach, you know, it's like as yeah. soon as they find something that works for them, they just double, triple down. They add so many fucking zeros to it. It's like Christ, you just managed to get Star Wars into a place where people are starting to feel a bit happier about it with the Mandalorian. And the whole appeal of that to me is the way it was kind of contained and like a lot of the bullshit wasn't bleeding in. But now mm. we're getting, we already knew about the Obi-Wan show, but it was announced that Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader, whatever that means. I, I don't really understand. Are they doing like flashbacks? Are they? Well, yeah, fuck knows. Yeah, no idea about that. Cassian Andor from Ooh, Rogue One. Has we might show. finally um, get to find out about that business on Canto and Amodia. <laughs> I really want to find out about that business. I'm thinking that, earlier, like, man. flashbacks to Clone Wars time could work. They might have to de-age. I don't know. Ewan McGregor still looks pretty fucking good, to be honest. Yeah, Hayden Christensen. They can definitely make look young very easily, probably just with makeup. Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down with that if it was done right. Um, yeah, I could live with that. It's Cassian Andor show. Who was like the guy from Rogue One? Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like. So is that really necessary? Alongside Ahsoka, a Lando show that's being made. Uh, it was announced, there was a trailer actually for The Bad Batch, which is like a Clone Wars show. Mm -hmm. um, that looks alright actually. Um, Patty Jenkins, director of both the Wonder Woman movies, is doing the next Star Wars movie in 2023 okay. called Rogue Squadron. Um, oh, right, yeah. Again, I don't know what that means and I just find it funny how all the stuff they're obsessed with making, the time period of Star Wars they're obsessed with making more content in is all the stuff they didn't make, basically. The only one that, was... that they made is Cassian, really. Like, mm -hmm. cause they're so that all this new shit they made, like, no one wants to see again. Well, it's, it's like, like Halo, it's like 343 and Halo, just like, mm -hmm. no one cares. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> We're not yeah, interested. Bad. And also a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie as well. Like, mm -hmm. that's just all it is. I guess they're riding off his name to try and get that mm -hmm. project in the good books too. I mean, do you think about and, how much 
Hollywood talent is being sucked up into Star Wars and Disney yeah, right like, now. I was... 25 projects over the next 10 years that are like huge Disney, uh, Star Wars, Marvel, whatever fucking things. That was Marvel and Star Wars, there were 25 new things because they said 10 Star Wars, 15 Marvel mm-hmm. over the next 10 years. And then there's a, a load of Disney live action and animated things. I was just thinking about, man, Disney is just going to end up being the only company making films. And <laughs> yeah, I was reading they've passed 85 million subscribers on Disney Plus. So it's just, God damn, is it making money? It's just- Eventually, they're going to realize that they don't have a responsibility to provide anything in the, in the way of variety and that they can just feed like utter bollocks to people. I mean, they already are doing that with things like Mulan, but yeah, uh, they're going to realize just, they don't even bother making like anything I was, good. I was really into um, the kind of trajectory Taika Waititi was going on, um, just starting as this little indie filmmaker, and then he made mm-hmm. Thor, and I guess he's just been adopted into the Disney thing now. And his his episode of Mandalorian was good, but I don't know if I, if I like need this much fucking Star Wars. Like, what I mainly want is I want the Mandalorian to just be really fucking good. And I want like Fallen Order games. style games. Yeah. You know? um, I tried that that space game, Squadrons, whatever it's called. Oh yeah. Um, what was that like? I think it would be fun in VR, but you can't go into third person, and that's how I like experiencing those kind of games. So I I couldn't really get into it, and the multiplayer was like fucked when I played it. Like the balancing mm-hmm. and everything. I, everyone's already played it for so long, so jumping into a game like that, you just get screwed up but. yeah i don't know and another fucking thing they announced that the final indiana jones like what are you doing like i thought that they they already tried this they already tried this and he's harrison ford is coming back for a fifth movie just he's let it die pretty old now what could they possibly do they've already done something he's 78 <laughs> how are you gonna do an action <laughs> a serial action movie with a 78 year old as the main character. Is Shia LaBeouf coming back? <laughs> no, he's being sued for sexual battery right now. So. Yeah, 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 I did see that. <laughs> Wait, I really? Hear about that. Yeah, and he said, um, he yeah. just said, yeah, I did it. Oh, he's so, the shit. He, everyone. Yeah, that dude is fucked up. He just yeah, said, uh, really what was it he said? He, he said he's got no excuse. He's um, hurt. He's he, he hurts himself and and everyone around him or something. Yeah. Oh my god. It's pretty fucking. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Star um, Wars. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. Yeah. I can't. Um, that's. Gonna why be... does Harrison Maybe Ford keep coming back? I thought Maybe... he hated doing this kind of shit. Maybe yeah, they'll bring back Connery a... dead. Oh. Oh yeah. Fuck. Well, how do you feel about the Star Wars thing, Jim? Because. Apparently they've even designed, there's like a, there are two spin-off shows, the Ahsoka show and like another one, that apparently at some point are going to be integrated into like a Mandalorian thing. So they're really doing it, they're actually doing it. And I what, don't know. I just what is it with the universes? Watch, yeah, can I just watch one TV show that yeah. it at best has a couple nods in, a, in an entire really season, two nods or something? No, I, 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 I was just want to watch all of it. Yeah, I was talking to Alex about this exact thing last time I saw him. Like with TV shows, there's so much like cliffhanger shit already. Mm-hmm. But now you're gonna have like shit teasing other shit, like cliffhangers for other TV shows. Like, when the fuck does it end? Yeah, and you get into guess... problems where like 
Like Darth Maul in, in the Clone Wars, for example, his arc is finished in Rebels, which is like a different show, different art style. Yeah, yeah. And that's just mm. not satisfying. It's really not. I don't like that shit. And then you fall into the other risk of like, what if the Ahsoka show like sucks, you know? Well, it's like, like they did that with um, the Netflix Marvel shows, yeah, where exactly, it's like they did Daredevil. Daredevil was really awesome, you know. It was, it was, it was. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't amazing, but it was like pretty good, you know. And it was like cool yeah, to see, wanted, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, with good fight scenes and shit that kept it going. And then they were like, was it, was Jessica Jones the next one? Was that Jessica the one they did Jones next? was the next one, and the first season was good, and then, not yeah, because David of Tennant. Jessica Jones. Yeah, David yeah. Tennant carried that show. And then you had. I don't remember if it was Luke Cage or the Iron Fist guy that came next, but they just sucked. <laughs> and I just didn't, I didn't want to watch any of it. I didn't even watch Jessica Jones because I watched a bit. Like, yeah, Luke Cage was I checked out. And then I tried to watch uh, Daredevil season three, but mm -hmm. it started off like at the end of that other show that was like the group yeah. project. The, the, yeah, Defenders. Yeah, the Defenders. That was yeah, what Defenders. I was going to say next. Yeah, just can't so then by that it. point, you're like, I just don't, there's no jumping it, on point anymore. Well, it's so if you want to watch the Defenders, you have to watch Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage, and maybe yeah, even Punisher if you want a bit more. <laughs> yeah, it has to be good. Yeah. And I don't know. Punisher it just wasn't seems like they're spreading it so thin. Yeah, so it, that's sort of my concern as well. I just, well, I mean, they, it's Disney is such a like a an obvious uh, way of dominating people's evenings. They want to dominate any. You know where TV flow used to exist. Now it doesn't. But Disney want to have a TV show for every day of the fucking week. You know they want you to be watching their bullshit every day. They don't watch other stuff. You watch our stuff, okay? They're doing like a a Buzz Lightyear origin. <laughs> Chris Evans says <laughs> the voice yeah. of the real Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, what does that mean? Like the man, the man that Buzz Lightyear is based on. Apparently, it doesn't make any what? sense in the Toy Story world because Toy Story is like our world is pretty much but the toys yeah. talk and his name How was just buzz lightyear <laughs> yeah he was just named after buzz aldrin the real moon man yeah it's, it's just it's just too fucking much like god damn it and then they'll abandon that when that doesn't work it's like fucking just yeah have and loads of it won't be released ever yeah, probably. They, oh, it was really annoying because I saw a tweet about the Obi-Wan thing and it just had like an 11 second clip. So I was like, what's this going to be then? I click on it. It's just a logo. It's mm. just a fucking... Why even bother? Yeah, they love doing this. Do you remember when like the Batman v Superman thing was announced? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a logo. Yeah. Wait, that's all they need to do to get people excited now. Well, this it all came out because of like an investor call, wasn't it? So it was going to come out either way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is just so fucking much. They want people to just... I, I'm just like, how much can they possibly spread out of that section of Star Wars? It's like... Fall on Order, man. Yeah, like, Fall on Order was awesome. I've been playing that again recently. I, I was as well. It just sort of so irritated me this time around. Because <laughs> I, I just rushed through the story the first time because I just didn't want it to be spoiled with like, by YouTube thumbnails. So I was all doing right. all the extra stuff um, and having a good time, but... Yeah, it is annoying. Like, right as I was starting to feel good about The Mandalorian, they dropped this. And I, just nothing can be self-contained. Everyone is the, um, you know, the, like, everyone in the world now is basically the Reddit, 
like hype face guy or whatever. I can't even remember <laughs> that, that particular Wojak is like, <gasps> about everything. I'm not yeah. sure if it's even the Poggers face because I think it's, yeah, it's not Poggers, it's a different face. It's the other one. But yeah, everyone is that. Everyone is the typical Reddit, what is it, enthusiast or enjoyer or the stupid yeah. fucking meme. Everyone is that. Everyone is like just hype about everything. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like with the Hayden Christian thing, Christensen thing specifically, I'm a bit like, got to prove like why this is going to work a bit more to, like conceptually because i'm down with the uh, ewan mcgregor i've got no doubts that he gets Aiden christensen it hasn't proven himself to be a good actor yeah I, I yeah he's not been directed by anyone particularly good yet either but he's not proven himself to be a good actor so yeah it's all very in typical star wars fashion very fan services so they just want to get people back on board after, and basically just to get people to forget about their trilogy, it seems. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I think most people already fucking have. I don't think about it. Is Hayden Christensen not coming back as Darth Vader? Yeah, that is, yeah, that is the way they phrased it. and I, I don't So he's just going to be in the suit and then they're going to have uh, What's-His-Face doing the voice. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I don't... Und- this is what I mean. I'm a bit confused by what this actually entails, but... As long as the fans are happy. Yeah. Maybe they'll yeah. retcon some shit and make it so that he didn't get burned to shit immediately. And then they can have a bit more FaceTime for him and, I don't know. That's it. I'm going to have a rant about Star Wars. I really, really have just noticed that Star Wars Episode One race is a part of EA Access. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's excited. It's fucking terrible. Oh my Did god. They re-released it, didn't they? With like, no, um... this is like the original. Okay, we're back after these messages. Life can be a dick sometimes, so get your dick from out your hand and don't be a dick. Wear a dick. Dig the head T-shirts available now. Check the description below. Welcome to the patron segment of the cast. Uh, just to throw this out there, we have the right to edit or deny your edgy names. There have always been a few, but we haven't said it, so be careful with the edginess, lads and ladies. But you, I would probably still encourage, you know, trying, you know, you know, don't, don't, you know, just because it may be, it may be your perception of edgy isn't ours, and you might think, oh, I can't say something that we would deem really mild, but... (laughs) No, stuff where it's just like, come on, guys, it's just a bit much. Focus on being funny, not shocking. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, don't be a big mouth. If you're a Dibby tier above... You can have your name read out here. Big thanks to... Tonight, Mario Judah joins the hunt, aka Review Tech, <laughs> try finger butthole. Yummy, 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 I got cum in my bummy. At that time, James sparked socialist revolution across 11 former USSR satellite states. Listen to the caretakers everywhere at the end of time, then talk about it. Happy birthday day, bro, aka Review Tech, Redding. Onion creature. Dark side Phil caught taking a fat line of ketamine on stream, aka bug pa- <laughs> Patron mechanics. Harriet Broadley. David, aka Review Tech Wallace and Gromit in the Curse of the Curse of the Pisser Dick Poop for you. <laughs> uh, fine, I guess you are my little pisser dick. Come here. Big Cheezer. Caracals are cool, yaha, I'm a pirate, yaha. I'm ordering you to surrender that Tenga pocket pussy. Grandpa in my pocket is the greatest British TV show, aka Review Tech. I'm not saying that. I'm the predator of the cringic that is hiding. Marty the Zebra. I can't do that armpit fart thing. Yeah, you don't see that on Animal Planet. The Dooster, aka Damn Boy, are you frying chicken in there? You piss loud as fuck. I think that's pretty cool. 
Brigands I can handle, but this talk of dragon worlds gone mad, I say, aka Jar's white run guard. Affirmative, it's the winter conmingency. May God help us all. DS2 is a 6 out of 10, which means it's better than damn, aka Covetous Demon is the poem from T-Pad. To pimp the butterfly. Like 808s and Heartbreak. Joe Jar's yeah. normal adventure. The council can kiss my ass, aka Galactic Federation can kiss my ass. Also, happy 18th birthday to Akpan on the 18th. The Bush Bush. KSI, please stop wearing my mother's wedding dress. Import 3D Guest. Covid was a planned event by Jarlings to force Ruben back onto the cast, aka Pip Plop Hoy Hoy Hehehe <laughs> Devoy. If Jar doesn't watch Ninjago soon, I'm off the cast, aka Oh my oh my, I found you ninja, don't you run for ninja. <laughs> it really is special juice, quick, to the dandelions. Let's have a bit, mate. Oh no you don't. I didn't fuck James, I didn't come on James. I didn't put my pisser dick anywhere near James. <laughs> I've never done anything weird with James. <laughs> Gilbert the awesome one. By the way, not to go off topic, but... I have something to confess real quick. I licked James's feet while he was sleeping a few. James, but in an alternate universe where instead of screaming bah, he screams the Halo CE elite <laughs> sounds. <laughs> Nate's minifigs, check me out on Instagram. James, I'm getting offended now, house. Squidward tennis balls. Big muscles TV. 011 IE2. Oh ho ho ho. Thank yo. <laughs> Mr. Cheesy Watsits, that crunch on its head 1000. I'm a big pit, big pop wigger. I'm a poi. I'm the predator of the prey east of... <laughs> Master Chief, what are you doing with that Big Mac? Sir Bjorger. <laughs> Man, I wish I was Alex's manscaped product, aka Ruben Poop and Ahad that rhymes. James, get over here and suck me off. The ultimate Max Rebo fan, aka typical golden pussy enjoyer. All the jar Patreon names appearing in Adam's and Ralph's videos. Josh Gilks, Cobalt Rad, suck on these, suck on these, please. I will not stand idly by while a dragon burns my hold and slaughters my people. <laughs> In my eyes, the David Wallace are evil, aka VJS Rift. Drain my cock, Johnson. A new hand touches the beacon. Listen, hear me and obey. A foul darkness has seeped into my temple, a darkness that you must des. Chief. Don't make a girl a promise if you can't give her your yummy cummy Spartan load deep inside a tight hard light pussy. My ancestors are smiling at me, review tech Tamriel. Can you say <laughs> Red Corsa whip two bags under wallet, Mr. Beard, funny ha ha rip, young King Daventry, big doinks and wooden double to tag bungalow. <laughs> so we just got back from DC Suicide Squad. All I have to say is Critics, Michael, aka Review Tech Taranaki. It looks to me like the best part of you ran down the crack of your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. M -m -m my auntie had wind for five minutes. Tatsuro Yamashita. Yeah, I ain't reading this bullshit. Back to Dibby Dosa, Jim says as he throws James through a glass window and into a shelf. The beast is born. <laughs> James, I cannot believe you yelled the N-word in anger while driving in the magic roundabout, aka Review Tech James is gay. So what if he was? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. I destroyed a kangaroo and I would do it again, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Reese Duffy, Duke Wanker, the nostalgia cringic. Jack, Tom Fudging Armstrong. Do you get to the Swindon district very often? Oh, what am I saying? Of course you don't, you fucking ninja. Hi, honey. I'm home from the future. Hi, honey. I'm home. Cholos. Hey, did somebody say Cholos? Cosmic mapping. The name part of the podcast is like 20% of it. Now, please, for the love of God, shorten it. 
Just skip it if you don't want to fucking hear it. Madagascar 4, Escape to St. Lucia. Uh, Jay Sainsbury PLC, trading as Sainsbury's as the second largest chain of supermarkets in the United <laughs> Kingdom. Aaron Kavanagh, some may call this junk. Me, I call him David <laughs> Wallace. Gunge my clunge with James's 20-inch weenie hut junior. Naginti Ross, number 31 for the New York Giants, receives the punt at the 10-yard line. <laughs> T Noble Doble. Michael Mann, 2000. Steven is human. Connor Tarder. Butter me up some porn on the cob. David Wallace. Yo, where the fuck is Dougie Walker? Katia fucking Manigan and... Wait, where's David Wallace? Did he unsubscribe from us? This is breaking my heart. David, please. For the last fucking time, I'm right here. I'm the real David Wallace. Please, I'm begging you. I'm fine. Love you, baby girl. Triple X. This is all one word. Give me a sec. Keep the names in the middle section. It's like a palate cleanser for me. What? For me, also, also, uh, also, also uh, play divided in two parts with intermission. Thomas Martin, Evan Pierce, what that class rep, James, you want to start a pegging club and be the first one to hit the pleasure bus. <laughs> Quahog Police Department supports gamers. Quebec Films. Chris Warren. Stinker. Aura. Cool Dip Chip. Keck Flexington. Numa Numa Banana. Ben. Fartbag. George Kenwood Parker. I got to thinking. Maybe I'm the Dragonborn and I just don't know it yet. AKA Review Tech Pegging Porn. Fiddle. Dream Awful 2142. Dad, I don't want to be in your gang. You're no son of mine. That's my son. Rutro Raggy. Ramey is going Reese of Roy. Fiona Gorman. Wet anal. Tomcat. David Wallace. Ethan Height. Yaddle Penis Eater 284 ODST. <laughs> Sir Capsalot. Praise the Sun, aka Review Tech Anolondo. Review Tech Royal Holloway. Acolyte. The normal patron, or rather the normal Patreon, in it, James. Sam Die Hardman here. Have you subbed to Jar Media? <laughs> Gabriel Ledge. Danny G Based Lord. Review Tech Grips Dibby Doser. Some may call this junk. Me. I call them Ray from Apex Legends. Which Death Stranding characters are the cast of Madagascar, aka Ben My Dick, come in her, come in her snatch? Check out Nate's minifigs on Instagram. Drain, drain the, drain the Rock Johnson, Rock Johnson, the Rock, drain the Rock, drain the, drain Rock Johnson, Rock Johnson. <laughs> Ferdia Pleeman, Sam Buckley, aka Review Tech Swindon, aka I, I, I paid 200, I paid. Trinity to laugh or laugh at my name. Mario Judah. Patrolling the Mojave almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter. Sam. The nostalgia critic's cheesy foreskin slash shits aggressively. <laughs> I challenge you to League of Legends top plane if you use Aatrox, your pussy. Give me a second. Adam Johnston. Tom Bowie's. Juan Hernandez. Jam. Shout out to all the other Patreon creators confused by these names. Joel Stewart, Ruben's Moldovian son, Loggy Bear, James's Jizzajik, Connor Reed, DrippingWetFart.org, Big Whoops, Angry Joe actually loves Innocenti Bean smoothies, Gremblo, Ollie Miles, my favourite drinking buddy, let's get some mead, Cuter Panda, 1100101, Canada Stone, Justice for Fallout 76, just kidding, fuck that game, AK Review Tech Goatsy Dimension. Local units, all units. Randy Ruins Patreon, Pip. Boy. Don't you run for me, you little wiggoy. <laughs> <laughs>
Katia fucking Mannigan and David Wallace. See, now there's some suspense when there are four people for the Pip Hop Boy, you know, because you yeah. don't want to overlap. It's it's like that. I think there's like a drinking game maybe or some shit that's like that where you have to, where people try and uh, count yeah, without yeah. someone. Yeah, it's called Pip Hop Boy. Yeah. I think my favorite one is the is just a Halo Wars reference. <laughs> just local units. All <laughs> units. It's so like simple. Yeah. Yeah. Fall on Order, good game, but also can really see that it respawn are very new to making a game like that. Mm-hmm. I think for it's, its first it, go at a game like that, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, it's it's very good. I mean, it's better than some people's like fourth go at games like yeah. that. Yeah, they're just really good at design. But who yeah, developed yeah, that Medal of Honor game? Respawn. Yeah, yeah that's not get, It's not getting good reviews. I've heard. Yeah, I mean, it is a VR game, so. I just yeah. I don't know. It's just EA would. The problem with respawn is they are possibly doing what to respawn what they did to Bioware. Yeah, respawn have become EA's new like. Okay, you guys are good. We're gonna do make everything. you do everything. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, they'll never fuck them the way they did Bioware because respawn still make Apex Legends and they still like they can always make a first person shooter and EA know that. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, just make Apex Legends style game, please. No, but it's 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 worrying because they they might burn out eventually. Welcome to the second half of the cast, where we head over to the Jar Media subreddit and answer questions from the suggestion thread. Leave your questions there for us to answer on the next episode. Leave him alone. It's going to start us off. So, if crabs were dog-sized and we could domesticate them, do you think we would still eat them? Would there be dog fighting rooms of crabs? How many people would die from crab attacks each year? Humans have bred dogs to create dogs for certain jobs. How would we breed crabs to do jobs? Thank you. <laughs> Do- uh, crabs feel like such a... They're kind of limited by how primal they still are. Not primal, yeah. how, how like primordial almost they still are. It's like a thing where like loads of different creatures all just wound up evolving into crabs or something because they are just they're just quite good on like an evolutionary. Mm-hmm. Can't they only go sideways though? I guess. Um, but, bro, it's James the dream animal. Yeah, they can only <laughs> drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are just. I've seen some videos of just them doing things, and they're. They are just impressive. Well, they've essentially got hands. Yeah. Like, we'd, we'd have them doing office jobs and shit. Typing on keyboards. Hands? They're good at well, holding things cool. and, like, breaking things. They'd be good for, like, um, like, uh, logging. Like, going out into the woods and cutting down trees. Yeah, yeah we, we probably would. We'd probably mould it so they have, like, chainsaws, like, pincers or some shit. And just... <laughs> My problem with this question is that I find it hard to engage with because most of the animals we domesticate are mammals. I think that's a huge thing with like humans. We like we can relate to mammals. I find it very hard to relate to a crab. I'm kind of disgusted by them. Yeah, they're inherently scary. You know, so those big crabs too are like they're not spider crabs, man. Well, yeah, if creep. we had domesticated them, then surely there'd be loads of like instead of horses, it would be like sideways giant crabs. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just, I'm just yeah, reading how would you here. ride a crab? <laughs> I'm just reading something. Here. You just have to z- design it so it goes the other way. <laughs> yeah, but what if it decides to walk the other way? <laughs> yeah, what then if you, you put back? roller skates on it? Or you have wheels and <laughs> or legs or something. But, but like, surely the problem is if they were giant ones, they would be like an apex predator. Like surely they just kill us. They'd be very because imagine if they're exoskeleton. If they were even bigger than they are, it'd be quite tough to like 
pierce that, I feel. Yeah, yeah, and they military crabs, then. yeah they'd have military crabs. It'd be like, they wouldn't be bipedal, they'd be... What are they, what are they again? How many legs do they got? Do they have eight? Like five on each side? Uh, or do they, have, do they have six, five on yeah. each side? Let me just Google... Well, surely, you just like, you wouldn't need a tank. Just, you just send in crabs, just an army of crabs <laughs> to roll in. Yeah, way cheaper. Yeah. Wait, I'm just googling a picture of. And crap, what's right? going to horrify like people more? What's like a a psychological warfare? Like you're going to be scared of like a tank or a massive giant crab. Of yeah. the crabs coming like They'd closer. They're quite good on a battlefield, like being able to climb over rubble and stuff. Well, they could just break down anything. They could clear because you know, they've got the pincers and shit as well. You know, if the enemies are using trees, doesn't matter. Those trees are gone. Didn't the reason we domesticated cats and dogs basically occur because there's like a mutual benefit to the relationship? You know, like you yeah, feed dogs they like protect you. They're really they're way more capable than us at things, but and they're pack animals, so there's just a lot they... going on there. And cats, well, well, sh you know, they get fed. They they hunt uh, pests and stuff. Yeah, cats is pests and dogs is just like it helps you hunt animals. Like guys, like as like fifty million years ago, if there was like a wild dog and a human, the dog would just stay around the human to herd animals, like catch things. So like they they, yeah, they get something from it. Yeah, but like what 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 can crabs get off us, which they can't get themselves? Is your mic doing that thing again, Ruben? I don't know. Might be. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the weird clicking thing is back. What? Let me just. If I just flick two switches again. Still no. What? I didn't even Ruben, move. Ruben, this isn't a heartbeat ASMR video, Christ. <laughs> uh, does it stop now? It's not, it's it not, it's not it did to stop. the mental it levels like... that it did last time yet. This sucks. <laughs> oh, this thing's busted. It I didn't even like do you, anything. It's like being tapped on. Yeah, it might just be fucked. Alright, well. Guess I'll just fucking go and get on with what I'm gonna do now because yeah, I can't fuck it. <laughs> So long, everyone. Bye, bye, uh, Leaper. Bye, everyone. Ha. <laughs> yeah, I guess we didn't explain that. Um, we had to like frantically record earlier today than we were planning because yeah, like our, all of our our schedules are just a bit funny. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, crabs can't get anything from us, so they would just enslave us. Yeah, that, I kind of with you. If they were if they were that capable, what? Why would we have started working together? You know? Well, they, they're they capable now, they just don't have size. If they have well, size... Yeah, they're capable in their own environment, but, like, you pick up a crab and put it in your house, like... I suppose, like, a, my dogs aren't, like, doing anything. Actually, they Fuck. kind of are. You know, they're, they're useful for, like, emotional support animals. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, they, they re America recently banned, ev like, emotional support animals on planes that aren't dogs. Because people used to take oh, emotional yeah, no. support horses on flights. Someone had a, an alligator. It was his emotional <laughs> alligator. Yeah, there's like a YouTube video and he like hugs <laughs> it and shit and it loves him. <laughs> I don't get that. Like, obviously, a dog is very obviously can be like an emotional support, but like something that's like an alligator? Oh, that blows my mind. I suppose humans could find it quite easy to attach themselves to like any animal, really. Um, if they're like Some crabs are kind of cute. <laughs> Tiny ones, not those big spider crabs, though. They're, they're nasty. Yeah, they're creepy as fuck. They're just like giant, giant bugs. Imagine having an emotional support fucking giant crab. <laughs> yeah, emotional <laughs> support emotional spider, spider crab. crab. That's a good title for this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the thing about crabs is they just taste so fucking good. Well, isn't that weird that, like, because this, like, 
basically it's an insect because it's a water big insect it tastes yummy but land big insect tastes gross like a scorpion yeah what? maybe that it was just the brine it was in. well we'd know yeah I don't, know, I don't know if that scorpion was accurate of the larger world of yeah eating you know yeah the, the I think the brine the the broth threw it all off yes because i've seen that same scorpion that was like crunchy and it was a lot different we just had this fuck yeah, imagine sloppy. like a freshly caught scorpion you know they've cut some nice seasoning on there but i feel like it's important that you you get the gunge out and eat the yeah, gunge the, like a crab bit, you, right? yeah that's no that's what i mean that's the part you eat yeah because you, you don't eat the crab's skeleton you eat the yummy insides yeah you eat the goop you eat the muscle goop. With a bit of fucking bread, fresh fucking Mediterranean bread. Boom. And in regards to the to the part where they're saying, like, would we still eat crab if um they were, like, domesticated? We probably would feel weird about it, but... I saw, like, an article I mean, um, the other day saying that this this lab-grown meat... Um, yes, yes. Close. Like, they've done it with, like, chicken. What, to crab? <laughs> That's, oh. that's what I want. If yeah, but would you grown in a lab? Like, would you eat lab-grown dog meat? Um, no. Mm. I mean, maybe to try it. If it, if it's like guaranteed grown in a lab and like, what if it gave you the hunger? <laughs> yeah, then I just continue to eat the lab-grown stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It is it is a weird one that I can't say I've really thought about that much in terms of. I've always liked the idea of lab-grown meat as long as it's like identical. Yeah, yeah. It's it is like a science fictiony idea you know it's like taking out the suffering from the pleasure of being me but do crab fights exist yes like, they must already exist no uh, yeah of course yeah like um they're constantly getting into fights they're always no i mean them. like like human humans betting on crabs no yeah no they do that with lots of animals they do like, like the get scorpions and stuff don't they Oh yeah, no, that's more of like a fun beach activity. Let me just uh, check. Oh, you mean in yeah. terms of like an actual like underground? <laughs> yeah, yeah, crab fighting. <laughs> um, I guess it's less exciting than some of what the other animals are capable. How's it less exciting? They have claws. It, it's like a, it's like Star Trek or something. It's like a, a robot wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get no crabs. Crabs and put them in a ring. <laughs> yeah, they got their specs and everything. <laughs> So apparently someone just gave a crab a, a like a, a remote control robot like toy fight. <laughs> they just fight. Yeah, crabs are quite like fighty animals, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. Like what isn't in the ocean? You uh, generally can't beat a crab. They'd fuck you up. Well, I remember picking up a crab on a beach once and it managed to pinch my nail, my fingernail. Like it pinched it in the opposite way you'd imagine. Like right. Yeah, like sideways. Yeah. And that it like bruised my nail underneath. Like I couldn't believe it. it was it was horrifying. Yeah, and then people actually get they like clamp onto people's like testicles, <laughs> and it's just like fuck no, like <laughs> bro. Yeah, the pressure some of them can get out of those little claws is obscene. Yeah, crazy. I guess it's like their one weapon. Well, it's their everything. They like pick stuff up and eat it. Yeah, yeah. it's That's cool. Cute. Yeah, when the little ones do that and they like bubble. Patrick. Wigington says, "Is Jamie no longer feeling riled up?" Um, look, uh, no. Can we just do the next one? Shit. Leo Bio Leo says, "Hey boys, just want you to know I live in Dubai and there's a movie theme park. In this movie theme park, you guessed it, is DreamWorks Land. 
I went the other day and was amazed to see an entire section devoted to Madagascar. An entire Madagascar roller coaster, fucking gold statues of the cast of characters, constantly <laughs> playing Afro Circus. It's a jar dream come true. I recommend looking into it. It's fucking insane that this got made. Hope you come to visit it. Thanks. That's it. That's that's it. I'm gonna have to go now. Is it like the equivalent of Disney's um it's a small world, but it's just Afro Circus? No way is it actually just playing Afro Circus. I bet you it is, Jim. That it was huge. Really? Don't you remember? I remember like Zural, the animated even doing a Yeah, I remember that. Video. Damn. Those were the good What a times. time. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there like a, there's the um the Madagascar themed like hotel rooms at like I don't know, Fort Park, is it or was it something like that? <laughs> yeah, it was like somewhere up north, I think. <laughs> like the the rooms done up like a jungle. <laughs> too far. Too far. No, we should go. Way too far. The gayest jar fan says this. Howdy Mingers. My friend and his girlfriend had a kid a few months ago and have recently gotten into something of a debate. The girlfriend thinks that they shouldn't let their daughter believe in things that aren't real, like Santa or the Easter Bunny, because it gives them a false sense of reality and sets them up for disappointment when they learn the truth. My friend believes telling them that these things are real is good because it pre preserves the magic of childhood. So my question is, how important do you think the so-called magic of childhood is versus giving your child realistic expectations? I personally agree with the girlfriend. Sorry, his girlfriend. I'm not saying people should make their kids watch the news or documentaries on war, but I see no use in lying to them about how the world works. Well, I think I believe in general that more needs to be taught to kids at a young age about the real world to better educate them and give them the skills needed in life. Yeah, like apparently it's best not to like call your dick like a willy and shit. You should call it like a penis the whole time, like from its... Or, you know, a penis or vagina or whatever, and not give it a nickname, because if the fucking worst happened, then it's easier to communicate with the child as to, like, what they're actually talking about and what they mean. Yeah, yeah that, that's actually a good point, actually. Um, so so there's, there's tons of shit like that that parents have to think about, and this is one of them, I guess. So. But, like, something like... Something like Santa, like... Just let that, like, let let someone young like have that joy, because that's yeah. just happiness. Like, you know, it's, it's, what's what's the harm it does to their life? Were like, you yeah. guys disappointed when you? Well, I feel like everyone finds when you out, found out, right? Everyone finds yeah. Out, there's always the one kid that is always known, and he likes ruining it for everyone else because it's like a weird power thing. Yeah. So if you don't, if you tell your kid the truth, then they're gonna be that asshole. Don't let your kid be that asshole. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, it's like I the would... tooth fairy and shit. Just, just fucking let it happen. Just, just there leave is, that. There is something magical about that childhood wonder, though. I actually think mm, yeah. that is a real thing. Like I, That's... I was telling you, Jim, the other day. Like it was, I was like I was in a Christmas movie. I couldn't believe like what yeah. was happening. I was just walking the dogs, and around this time every year in our town, like a little Christmas float with like Santa, like blasting Christmas tunes, like goes around town. So I just happened to time the dog walk I was on with when this float showed up. And you could hear it in the distance, but as I was walking through, like, all the, like, Merry Christmas kids started, like, coming out of the houses to look and were like, it was like in a Christmas movie, they're like, it's Santa! And, like, I got a huge smile on my face because it was just so innocent and nice, you know? So, maybe it is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it definitely is a good thing. And there's so much children just don't and can't understand. Like, it, it, a story about um, some fat guy that delivers 
Christmas goodies. Like it, it's not gonna harm them, and it's not gonna like <laughs> when they find out that he's not real, they're not gonna be like fuck. Yeah, I guess that's it. Like I can't it, believe you've done that. Is it like a that? normal thing for a lot of kids to be out there that when they find out about Santa not being real, it actually like destroys their world, and like from that point, they'll never be the same. Because like I don't feel that. yeah. No, not at all. I remember when I like knew that it was all bullshit. I sort of pretended to to still believe in him for the sake of my parents. Yeah, like, but I remember I remember it though when you're like really young in primary school. You like know it's not real, but there's just that tiny thing in the back of your head, like maybe. Yeah, it's not worth the risk. It's it's the same <laughs> as religion. Like it just teaches you it's not worth the risk of being an asshole and not getting Santa presents. Like even if he's fake. Yeah. It, it's worth it. So, yeah, I suppose I haven't put any deep thought into this, but that's my gut feeling. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see it as, like, a, a straight-up lie. I mean, it it technically is a lie. It's just kind of like an innocent white lie that... I mean, it, it, does it really matter that much? Like, yeah. No. No. Yeah, Kids need to have a childhood that's fun, you know? They need to have that child, that, that kind of childhood. It helps in the future. Well, I'm good to say. Appropriate Hotel 7 has one for us. As Brits, what are your thoughts on the monarchy? Are you cool with it being a sort of symbolic thing, or do you think it's time to get rid of it, because what's the point? Alright, cool, thanks. Get rid. Get rid. Yeah, I fail to see how monarchies are good, really. Uh, no, they bring always, in money, uh, Alex. They bring always, in like, loads of money. represented to the majority of people through history. Like monarchs are not the the thing to celebrate for the average person, are they? <laughs> it's quite literally celebrating nonsery. Well, yeah, especially with the shit coming out. Like I'd always been kind of indifferent about the the monarchy, and then mm. when the stuff with Prince Harry and all the stuff coming out or not coming out, just being spread about um, Charles and everything. It, no shit, they're like horrible. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, they're horrible people. They don't care what the, what it really represents or if it brings in tourist money, which apparently isn't even true. Yeah, I don't believe it for a second. No, the, Charles the, like, went on... Stuff. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can have these historical monuments, basically. But, like, Charles... It, it was something like a, a 60 grand golfing trip Charles went on. I think, yeah, that's like, what I don't like about it. It's a constant reminder of the unfairness of it. Like, why mm, they yeah. get it because they were born into it. So if you're just born into the royal family, you just have an awesome fucking perfect life with... <laughs> you know, it's like... I guess it's no different to being born into, like, being Jeff Bezos' kid or something, but... But it's just like that... Uh, oh, this is the thing, like, Jeff Bezos has, has done something... He's made the money. The, the royal family haven't made the money. They just get given it through the government. That's all they do. It's not even like they're working. They're just getting given money to have this great yeah, life. I, I have to admit, I am ignorant to the way they work in like the political system. So me and Jim's nan always goes on about how she'd always prefer a royal family over having like a president, like America does. But I'm I'm not sure if it has to be a substitute well, no, like that. I thought we have a prime minister as opposed to a president. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. The thing is, I I don't think they should have any political power because no. they're just born into this position like what what if some absolute dumbass is born into that family well there has Senior been like look through history <laughs> well, yeah no but i mean that's all politicians so <laughs> yeah. he, he fits right in but the the fact that i mean he's 
publicly been lambasted for it, but he's gonna have like a fine life till he dies. Oh yeah, probably. better than most. Way better than most. Mm -hmm. And he he faces the only repercussion is that he won't be like in the sun every day. Yeah, he's not officially the royal if, family if any, anymore. If any well, citizen in the royal family. If any citizen that wasn't ultra powerful like that committed the things he did, then yeah, they'd be locked away, thrown away the key. Yes, bullshit. I think it's just it's just one of those things. It's it's just like capitalism, basically, and like the one percent. Like, there's not really any difference between them. Yeah, I guess it's just the like innate nature of it. But like, we... as well, on top of everything. It's like, but like you said, like at, at least Jeff Bezos and stuff, they they provide a service. What mm. service does the royal family provide? Uh, money. They give money to the system. And they fucking take a shit ton of it too. And I've, yep, I've never cared about that thing. part of British culture where like. It's a real thing. Like, people love, they fucking love the royal family. They can't get mm -hmm. enough of it. It's in all the tabloids and, like, wh whatever the newest, like, kid is on the way and shit. Like, I just don't care. Like, why should I care? I don't think you should. I don't think anyone should. Yeah. I don't think it's the best thing to celebrate. But... Yeah, but then it's just like, it was English history. You, you live yeah, in England, you English, should know a lot of English history is, like, horrible. Yeah. Most of it is. Yeah, loads of countries have horrible histories. <laughs> Yeah. I thought that was just an English thing. But like, yeah, like every country has a history. Just not having a royal family wouldn't suddenly make it so that history doesn't exist. Why preserve history just for the sake of preserving history, you know? Yeah, and and it's preserving a horrible thing from history. Yeah, sorry, that's yeah, you said it a bit better than I did. What about this one then from Fresh Faced Fellow? Going off the subject of naming your child after yourself, what are your thoughts about the husband choosing the wife's surname when getting married instead of the tradition of the wife taking the husband's surname? In a position where if one day me and my GF decided to get married, I've considered taking her surname. This is because she only has sisters and no brothers, so there'll be no one to continue the family name. Plus, I like her surname much more than mine. Um, I thought about this a lot because I don't particularly like my last name. Mm. I think it's like I'm I'm I've got two sisters, right? So, so like both of them, I'm pretty sure taking my t keeping the last name of my family. It's just like what well, I don't I don't get that tradition of like having to continue your house like name because it's not like the Middle Ages now. It's not like you know we had the houses and it's all about this power in society. Yeah, wasn't it like uh, the you like marry into families as like a weird yeah. show of good faith to like try and yeah. get them to join. It, it's, it was basically just like so the woman has no autonomy. Your, you, it's just like. <laughs> You use your like daughter to become rich, basically, by marrying into certain families. So I like, why would I care about my last name? Like, if I were to get married, the the best thing in my mind is you just mix the two, double barrel it, and become like your own yourself, your own fam. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I I don't want to carry my name, and I don't believe in carrying names. I, yeah, I think like, it's, it's completely people, your choice. Like, yeah, I'm sure there are loads of people like you that would rather just change their last name but yeah it's just a discussion i guess you have to have if that's mm. you know like, there's nothing sure wrong with whatever you choose yeah but just like forcing it forcing you know your girlfriend or wife to take your last name is just tradition and that's shit you can't just force that i don't believe in that yeah it'll be it'll be wrong to do it if like let's say your your uh, girlfriend had like a a problem with it or something and like wasn't into the idea of and she like liked her name already and didn't want to change it if you got all funny about it because of that like it's, it's not what it's about like the name changing part isn't 
it's like symbolic, I suppose, but mm. it always just being the, the, the dude's name. I mean, that's not the important part of getting married, is it? In theory. No, it's not control and property. Oh, I forgot to mention this in the beginning section, actually, but you and Vivo said, not a question, but last episode you said Ringo wrote Yellow Submarine, but Paul actually did. Ringo just sang on it. Oh, really? So, uh, that I guess that was... Well, I mean, yeah, whatever, but <laughs> I just have less respect for Paul McCartney now. Even, even less. Fuck you. <laughs> Hope for the future. What about this one, then? Lord 69 says, This is a debate I've had a couple of times with friends and wanted to get some outside opinions on it. Do you reckon a human at peak physical condition could knock out a horse in one punch? Assuming the horse just stands there and the punch has perfect form, would such a feat be possible? If yes, then what do you think the largest animal would be that could still get one bombed by a person? <laughs> uh, I don't really know enough about horses. No, yeah. I don't. You can't just knock a horse out of a punch. Well, I mean, I thought they, you can't. They're, they're surprisingly fragile animals, despite how yeah, strong they are. But also, you can get some pretty small horses. I reckon you could club one out with a no, good I think the important part of the question is a human at peak physical condition. Yeah. So we're talking, okay, let's, let's I mean, go out. What is peak physical condition? By peak, there's different, that, there's different meanings to that. Because like peak physical condition could be well balanced. He might not be able to throw a good punch or she might not be able well, to throw a good yeah, punch. Yeah, I was interpreting it as in peak this puncher. person is like the best at punching. In, at so we're talking, words. so by that, we're talking like Titan Fury. Some some person who does it for a living, basically. Yeah, yeah, Mike Tyson, fucking, he could definitely knock out a horse with one punch, though. Yeah, at his, his prime, I reckon. Yeah. I let me just um Google. I'm just gonna Google. Do you um, think uh, Joe Rogan could kick a horse <laughs> unconscious in one kick? He could just kick its skull right off. <laughs> Spin its skull around in its head. That video is so funny. <laughs> You kick it like slams. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like a gunshot. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay, then, what's the biggest animal that could be knocked out in one punch? You yeah. definitely can't. You could. You definitely couldn't knock out a like a gorilla. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm, it, I, if it just stood there and took it, yeah, it won't. No, no, but they're they're fucking huge. They, you can run their one, weak point one is, that, is that brain though, isn't it? In that skull, mm. I think a gorilla would go down. I'm th I'm thinking more about like I got to go there to bears. You know, I don't know if a bear would just tank it. I think I think a bear would tank it. Like it'll be fine. <laughs> You'll definitely get angry. Mm. Yeah, I reckon. Um, here's an easy one: an ostrich. I reckon I could punch out an ostrich. <laughs> I couldn't it like a. Uh... I'd have to like stand on a platform so I could reach its head, but I could do it. No, I think no. An ostrich is one you could definitely one hit. No, I'm looking at pictures of them. Their heads are tiny. Yeah, you could probably definitely... kill it in one punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson could kill a, an ostrich in one punch. Like Mike Tyson was was a fucking heavy hitter back back in his prime. Yeah, heavy biter too. <laughs> I. <laughs> I think he would be able to fuck up a lot in one punch. Yeah. What about a spider crab? Ooh. I don't... Do they, like, go unconscious? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know enough about crabs. Yeah, I assume everything does, but... 
I've just looked up like uh, the ten biggest animals. This is a bullshit list, but uh, what about the Chinese salamander? The Ch- it's gonna, the largest gonna... living what is that? amphibian, weighing around uh, 66 pounds, 30 kilograms. Uh, they're about six feet long. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> I've never heard of this animal. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, it, it might not be real. This website is kind of no, bullshit. I just Googled but... it. They are real. But, like, that, like no. You, you can't They're punch huge. that. They're not that big. Look at this fucking face. Yeah, how could you even line up a good punch on that little thing? <laughs> well, you get you down on have... your knee and sort of like punch. Snake. It's like a, like a reverse like, upper, pu- upper punch. Like downwards, a downwards punch. Like, yeah, it's like Tyson could destroy one of those. What's no, the one that's like bigger? Uh, hang on. Uh, a crocodile? Big ass crocodile. <laughs> no, See, you can't. No, it's like instinctual animals. I reckon they could tank it. Do you reckon they got like flat heads? I reckon if Mike Tyson like just got down, punched that thing right between its eyes. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it would. It would be dazed at the very least. Yeah, then again, what's, what's the question again? How, could yeah, knock out. Could you knock knock it out? Um, how big are their brains, like crocodiles? Because mm. I feel like the smaller it is, the harder it will be to knock out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. They're such, they're such dumb. Yeah, they're old school. So ancient. Okay, what about a, like a great white on land? A great white like being held up on like a harness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you think one of them can be knocked out? They have. Hmm. Quite a lot of shielding around their head, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna... The thing is, you can just turn it upside down and it'll be like fucked. See? Well, yeah, you got it out of the water, you've already won. Yeah. Okay. Got, I think we need to be thinking land animals. Like yeah, land uh, giraffe. That's like a horse, but. Bigger. How are you going to get to it, though, is the problem. Yeah, you um, a cherry picker. No! <laughs> a rhino! <laughs> you oh, wouldn't get a one punch a rhino. Oh, fuck no. What about an elephant? Yeah, yeah elephant. <laughs> Elephant what about a, hippo- what a uh, hippopotamus? Um, I think a hippo could tank it, to be honest. Yeah, a hippo would tank it. Elephant, they. Elephant would tank it. An elephant would too. They're just so huge. Yeah. What about a uh, colossal squid? It would just absorb it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, blue whale. Do you think uh, a blue a blue whale could be knocked out by Mike Tyson? How many Mike Tysons would it take to knock out a blue whale? <laughs> Six. Just like three each side on step ladders, just punching. <laughs> this, is, this is why technology needs to advance so that we can, yeah, just, like, so we can simulate this and no, find I out the truth. Like, um, software to do dumb shit like that will crop up at some point. Like, just so you can just do any stupid fucking what would win hypothetical. <laughs> like, there, there's already shit like that, isn't there? So. Yeah, <laughs> in software one day. If the simulation's so good that the things are like basically alive, does that count as like animal cruelty? <laughs> if it's a, if it's like a perfect simulation, and in the simulation they're actually simulating pain. <laughs> That's pain fucked side. up. <laughs> yeah, all the real Mike Tyson's as well. When the squid turns on him, they'd be going through pain. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
let's end on this one from uh, Wav. Why is it always wow. the really dumb questions like that, which just get the most fucking conversation? Because <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, so with Lord of the Rings getting its 4K remastering, I wondered if the Jar Boys had any thoughts on Lord of the Rings and its use of narration for exposition. Sorry, for exposition in the opening sequence of The Fellowship of the Ring. It seems to go quite clearly against the old show-don't-tell rule of thumb. So do you think this is a genuine weakness of the trilogy or a necessary compromise? Is there a time and a place where telling, not showing, is needed? Or do you think there's a better way to convey the context to the audience? I was re-watching some old Jar episodes and saw that you agreed the trilogy was perfect or something close to it. So I wondered if you boys had any thoughts on this matter. Game on, you beautiful Balrogs. So, I don't think it's a flaw by any means. It's. I think it's the the opposite of a flaw. It, I know it was a late addition to the movie, but it adds so much context to the story and the stakes of what the villain is capable of. It, it, it's the show don't tell thing is more of a like a rule of thumb. Like you don't have to apply it to every single thing. It's more like a problem where if all you're ever doing is showing. Sorry, is telling, telling. showing, then yeah, that builds up to being a problem. But there are many instances where actually telling can be just as effective. You can like, like, what if a character is designed around them like lying or something? And everything they're telling, you know, is is part of the story then. And then it's like a reveal later on. There's like loads of things like well, yeah, well, with it. what like what movie doesn't have exposition? No, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. It's more about. The skill with exposition is is like weaving it into the story in a way that isn't like grinding it. It doesn't feel like a Kojima project. Yeah, like just a dump. That's like a. I always just think of like Destiny One being like a perfect example for the show don't tell thing, where they just show nothing. All they're doing is just telling you shit that like is never really framed or contextualized in a way that can get you invested into it. Really. Well, with Destiny One, they barely even told you anything. They didn't do either. Yeah, true. Yeah, they just did nothing. But in uh, Lord of the Rings, it it's they still they like establish the universe in that intro, and then yeah. the rest of the story is set in that playpen. So I, I would I would actually say it is showing in a way, even though it is narration. They still are showing all of the like imagery that comes back later yeah, yeah. in the last movie. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it really counts as an example of it, to be honest. Yeah, I think it can be more frustrating when something with a world as, like, detailed as Lord of the Rings, when it doesn't have anything like that. Because yeah. it, it it feels like I'm following this character who knows all this stuff about the world, but I'm sort of left not knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Like, it's like, you know, the beginning of Star Wars has the, uh, the yeah. crawl. It Does that count as um as showing, not telling, because you have to read it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like a stylistic thing, homaging the stuff he loves. Serials, so, yeah. yeah. And it also works as like a jumping off point. So Yeah, I don't think that's like a... I'm sure there's like... Well, that I know for a fact there are way worse examples than, than that opening, because I really like that opening. I think it adds so much. Na, 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 yeah, if that movie started without that, na, 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 it would be. Yeah, you, it would be quite different. It would be. It would take longer for you to get invested into it. I think. Yeah, and you you wouldn't have any context. Like yeah, when they when they first show off the ring in that movie, it's pretty important that you know what it is, mm-hmm. why it is. Um, yeah, it's like, actually a really good decision. What it can do every time the ring comes up, you know that it's got like a history, you know, a deep history. And it's yeah, and 
and it's super important. Like it's not enough to just name your movie Lord of the Rings and then expect people to give the ring this like respect. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to earn that shit. You have any thoughts, James? Uh, no, nothing that's not been said. The um I was reading some concerning articles that this 4K remastering yes has kind of fucked the movies. Or something. Yeah, I've read the same. Because they they've changed the color correction on all of them because <clears throat> Peter Jackson's thought process was, yeah, because when we were making them, we were just making movies. We weren't, you know, trying to do the exact same thing on each movie, which in a way kind of makes it like, well, you're kind of missing out the part that made them special. Then in a way, like if you have to undo a lot of the stuff, I'm, I mean, I I I'll need to see it for myself first to really like decide, but apparently it brings up some of the flaws a bit more. I will say those movies, like when you watch it on a good, like a nice TV, they still look good. Like I can watch them now and I know it's from that time and I appreciate it from that time. So I don't feel it needs one. Why does it need to like be brought up to like incredible spec? It's good. So just leave it good in my mind. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's like a toggle thing in the menu, in which case I'd be okay with it. But if this is the only way to watch it in 4K, that's kind of unfortunate that first movie in particular really is aged well and it shows more when there's like more cg shit going on in like the third movie for example and the ends a little bit too but yeah it's really good still yeah right any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode i've been playing this incredible game recently <laughs> and that uh, nothing i that's i've just um just just being a shit poster I've just noticed that, that that Lego game, that Star Wars game, is on EA, and I'm going to play it. Well, Padres. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you haven't played it sooner. I've, I only noticed it yesterday. I think it was literally like just added because it popped up. Oh. But I recently got EA access, and I'm like going through older games to play because you know it's Christmas time. You just go through old games. So, um, maybe I'll talk about that later. Oh yeah. Damn. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. 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 Over and out.